Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All things New Orleans Saints. This is Who Dat Discussion. Who Dat? What is up, Who Dat Nation? Welcome into an emergency episode here at the Who Dat Discussion. As always, I am your host, Andrew Galata. You could follow me on Twitter, at Andrew Galata. And then also, you could follow the podcast on Twitter, at the Who Dat Dis. But let's just get right into this. So, a few hours after we released our podcast uh, for previewing this, this Panthers game... The news came out that Alvin Kamara did test positive for COVID-19, and especially after that big game, that's just a huge blow to the Saints team, and now he may miss that playoff game as well, which is just a a huge loss. I mean, obviously, to Alvin, get well soon. Everyone in the Houdat Nation is definitely rooting for you, but we definitely have to talk about the implications of this, as I really think it's big, not only for Sunday, but obviously the playoff game as well. And then the news came out this morning that Latavius Murray, Michael Burton, Dwayne Washington, they're all out as well, and DJ Swanger, the safety, because they were placed on the, the COVID-19 reserve list because they're close contacts to Alvin Kamara. So, again, that means all eyes on Ty Montgomery. Tony Jones Jr. is also going to be called up. If you don't remember us talking about him in the training camp sessions when, you know, back in August, you know, he's a running back from Notre Dame. So, again, he had 857 yards and six touchdowns last season as a senior for the Fighting Irish, but again, I, I think that a lot of, at least for this week, a, a lot of the a load's going to go on Ty Montgomery, which is not the worst thing in the world. This is not a Ken, Kendall Hinton situation like with the Broncos, because you look at Montgomery's career, he did have 11 starts between 2016 and 17 with the Packers, and he was a big part of that offense. He did have two starts last year for the Jets, wasn't a big part of it, but did have those two starts. And look, he's a guy that was, especially with the Packers, he was a big part of their offense, and he was a guy that they were giving the ball to a lot. I mean, he had 44 catches back in 2016, and then in 2017, before he got hurt, I mean, he was you know a touchdown machine for them. I mean, he was a guy with four touchdowns and five games started, so he was able to hit the end zone a lot as well, and he was a key part to what they were doing in Green Bay back in like 2017, 2016. And now he's on the Saints, and he's going to get his shot here. I mean, Sean Payton said yesterday that they love his versatility, that he can play both receiver and running back, and now he's going to get a chance to play running back in this one. And again, when you look at this game, I don't think it's like, oh, the Saints are definitely going to lose because you look at what the Panthers are doing at running back, and they're also missing Mike Davis and Christian McCaffrey, so they're going to have their top two running backs out as well. So maybe, you know, you look at that and you're like, okay, it's not like, you know, we're kind of on an even playing field almost now. I, I think it's obviously worse for the Saints because obviously it happened right before and Alvin Kamara is such a big part to what the Saints are doing. But I really feel like this is definitely still a winnable game. I mean, if I'm the Saints, the more worrisome part about this game is that DJ Swearinger is out. And obviously this is really important because now the Saints are really thin 
in the secondary. You're not going to have Chauncey Garner-Johnson because he is on the COVID-19 reserve list. We don't know what his situation is going to be. Um, supposedly, it's a close contact with him that tested positive. So, I mean, if everything goes good, it seems like he is, you know, not everything's good with him right now. But obviously, if he sees symptoms, test positive, whatever, then he may miss next week's game. But if he doesn't, it seems like he'll be back for a, a potential wildcard weekend game. But he's not going to play in this one against the Panthers. And we don't know what Patrick Robinson's situation is. Um, he did start to practice from you know his return from injury reserve. But if he's not able to go, that means Ken Crawley's going to be playing slot corner for the Saints on Sunday, and I believe his nickname Shackles, and obviously he's going to need to be Shackles on Sunday because we know what the, the what the Panthers can do with Robbie Anderson, Curtis Samuel, DJ Moore. They can sling it down the field. Obviously Teddy Bridgewater, and that I think maybe even a bigger issue than the running back scenario for the Saints because I'm at least more comfortable with Ty Montgomery in the situation. He's been there. He definitely knows what the Saints are doing. He's been there all year. He understands the offense most likely. And I, I do think that's not as big as a loss than, you know, playing Ken Crawley in the slot and he's going to get significant time here. Or maybe another safety like a JT Gray type player, Justin Hardy. Again, it's something that I feel like that could be a problem here, especially with the Panthers pass-heavy offense. And they're going to pass in the ball. We know what Teddy Bridgewater can do here uh, with Carolina. So, again, this game just got a lot more interesting. Obviously going to change my score prediction. I think it'll be a lot closer, but... Again, I feel like the Saints defense could still do enough. They're obviously going to have to get to Teddy Bridgewater. That's going to be really important in this one. And I am interested to see what Ty Montgomery and Tony Jones can do here. Jones did have a good camp. A lot, a lot of people are saying he had a good camp, and that's kind of the reason why he's on this practice squad right now. I mean, he was a guy that averaged six yards a carry with Notre Dame last year. So he's a guy that seven total touchdowns. He had six rushing, then one receiving as well. He did have six, uh, 15 receptions in Notre Dame as well as a senior so he's a guy that definitely could catch the ball. He could run the ball as well. Definitely, you know, he's a guy that's definitely a bulldozer, I'd say. 5'11", 225. So he's a guy that's going to run you over. He's a guy that's going to hit the hole and try to go right through it. And kind of reminds me of Mark Ingram in that respect. But we'll see what he can do. And I think he's a guy that definitely more, like as a rookie, he's played a four-year four -year career at Notre Dame. So definitely a guy that understands how to play running back. So I think that's important. And obviously, Ty Montgomery, he's the veteran here. And even with your whole running back room out, you can just plug Ty Mon Montgomery in there. And that, I think, is very, very valuable here you know, in a pinch because I do think that he understands the running back position. He understands what the Saints are trying to do at running back. And look, he's not going to be as good as Alvin Kamara. We all know that. Probably won't be as, He definitely won't be as good as Murray as well. But he's a guy that can come up in here and definitely plug and play. And he can be serviceable, in my opinion. So I do think that's really important here. And he's probably better than what the Panthers are putting out here when their depth chart was Trenton Cannon and Rodney Smith. But again, I do think that that's a problem, especially with the Saints. You look through the air and their targets and their weapons. And again, you're not going to have Michael Thomas. You're not going to have Deontay Harris. You're not going to have Traquan Smith. So that puts a lot of pressure on Emmanuel Sanders, Marquez Callaway, probably guys like Jawan Johnson, Jared Cook, Adam Troutman. It's going to be a big game for them. Drew Brees is going to have to turn back the clock a little bit if the Saints offense is going to have a big day. And I do think this will show a lot with the Saints. It'll show how tough this team is if they haven't showed it already. And it's almost like the Saints play better in these scenarios. So, again, it's definitely, um, you know, it's important to know, I feel like, for this game and you know, going into it. That's why I'm doing the emergency podcast because, obviously, the preview that we did yesterday is completely different than what it is now. So, again, that is really important. And now I do want to kind of shift over to just talking about Alvin Kamara 
with the playoff game if the Saints play next week. Because if the Saints win, uh, they do get the two seed, but they're not guaranteed the first round bye, obviously. If the Packers would lose then, and then they would also need the Seahawks to win, now I think the Seahawks will definitely be playing harder because now the Saints um, you know, may lose that game against Carolina. I think it got a lot more dicey for them. So I do think that's really important when looking at this game. So maybe they're going to play harder. Maybe the Bears do us a big favor and the Saints can get it done without a whole running back group. But if that doesn't happen, then you're playing wild card weekend and you may not have Alvin Kamara. You probably will have Latavius Murray and you probably will have all the other guys, Michael Burton, Dwayne Washington. But you won't have Alvin Kamara if the game is on Saturday and most likely Sunday. But it opens up just a glimmer of hope if the Saints play Sunday. Because then Alvin Kamara could come off the reserve list, I believe, like Saturday night. And then he can play without practicing, which the Saints may do. I don't really know what what his situation is. And you don't know how COVID is affecting him. And again, that's something that right now he doesn't have symptoms. But again, you don't know what the future is going to hold. So you're not going to speculate. But that would be a possibility if there are no symptoms and everything. So... I do feel like that's definitely important to note, and we'll see who the Saints get in the first round, and that's something that, you know, is this team getting the Bears, which we saw the Saints last year beat the Bears without Kamara, they were without Drew Brees as well, and they still beat the Bears, and, you know, we're definitely, like, if that's the matchup, we'll definitely do a film study on that to see what the Saints could do, because they scored over 30 points in that game, so obviously that was a really big game for the Saints, and um, I think that's an important one to look at when you're trying to um, kind of capitalize off the Bears. But what if you play the Rams? What if you play the Cardinals? It'll definitely be very interesting to see how that all works out. But I just wanted to kind of update you guys on that quickly. Um, I know we're approaching nine minutes here on this emergency podcast. Be very, very short, but I definitely wanted to update you guys on the situation. So the Saints tomorrow, they're going to be without Alvin Kamara, Latavius Murray, Michael Burton, Dwayne Washington, and then also they're going to be without uh, DJ Swearinger and then Chauncey Gardner-Johnson as well. So that's kind of the players they'll be without because of uh, the COVID reserve list and all that stuff. Definitely wishing everyone the best of health, getting better soon, and um, hopefully you know no symptoms and all that stuff. So definitely hoping and praying for everyone to get healthy and back on the field as quick as possible. So that's the situation the Saints are in. That means they'll lean on Ty Montgomery and Tony Jones Jr. Montgomery does have 11 starts, and they were like... Legit starts with the Packers back in 2016-2017 in those two in those two seasons, those 11 starts. He ended up with seven touchdowns, so that was obviously good. Um, in 2016, he had almost six yards of carry, so that is definitely something to look at there. Then he got traded to um, the Baltimore Ravens back in 2018, and then kind of things fell off for him. Last year, he did start two games with the Jets, but wasn't like a big part of the game. Uh, it'll definitely be interesting to see how that all works out for them and for everybody, really. Um, and I do want to see Montgomery on the field, not in this situation, but I'm interested to see what he can still bring to this team. I mean, he's a guy that does a lot of different things, and I think he does them at a pretty steady level. So, I mean, to have this as your reserve guy is just shows the depth the Saints have. And then you look at Tony Jones, I think he can get some carries in this one. And, you know, he's a guy who reminds me a lot of Mark Ingram, big guy, physical you know, hits through those holes quickly, and once he gets those legs churning, it's, you know, that momentum really hits for him, downhill running. Um, he also has caught 15 balls as well, so he can catch the ball out of the backfield, and I do think that's something important. You look at what he did last year at Notre Dame, almost 1,000 yards from scrimmage here in 12 games, so he did have a pretty good game there, had seven touchdowns, had an 84-yard rushing touchdown in his final game at Notre Dame in that bowl game. I believe it was the Camp- Camping World Bowl game um, down in Florida, but I do think that is a... Um, Interesting situation for the Saints, to say the least. I don't think it's a Broncos situation. I tweeted it out. 
I mean, Kendall Hinton isn't playing like running back for the Saints. It isn't that type of situation. You know, they have actual running backs playing in this game, and that's definitely something to note there. I think they could still win this game. I probably would still pick them to win this game, to be quite honest with you. Um, and I think the running back situation this week isn't as dire as the the secondary situation where you have Ken Crawley playing, and that's a situation to talk about as well. Because if the Saints are going to play nickel in this game, that means you're playing a lot of you know inexperienced guys for this year. We know Ken Crawley started 2016, 2017, but since then it's been very up and down for him, um, or well, actually mostly down. I mean, his career has been up and down. Great 2017 season, 2018 was awful. He was replaced and hasn't really seen the field since. And he may see it here on Sunday, and we'll see what happens. And maybe Patrick Robinson, if he comes off injured reserve. But Jeff Duncan said that he doesn't expect P-Rob to go in this one. So that's definitely something to look at there. So that means Ken Crawley would stick into that slot corner spot, which is something that, again, is is, is a little trouble, troublesome, a little worrisome for the Saints. But we'll see how that all works out on Sunday. Definitely hoping for the best. I mean, it's just going to be an adventure. And then we'll be back with you guys next week to kind of preview everything. We'll have probably more updates on this whole COVID situation with the Saints and, you know, how Kamara is going to play, how other guys will they be playing wildcard weekend if possible. We'll tell you when the Saints will play wildcard weekend, if they play wildcard weekend. And we'll definitely just break down everything. And it'll be an interesting game tomorrow, to say the least. I mean, 325 Central Standard Time, 425 Eastern Time for all of our you know different time zone uh, listeners. And uh, again, it, it should be something to, to watch out for. I mean, Drew Brees is going to have to have a day. We'll see what he can do in this one. And I think he could do it. I think he did it early in the season, but he did have Alvin Kamara in that game. Now he won't have him. It's going to be Ty Montgomery, who's definitely kind of like the ultimate poor man's Alvin Kamara. It's, it's interesting because he does play a lot, you know, can receive the ball, can run the ball, but is the ultimate poor man's Alvin Kamara here. And uh, definitely he's not as explosive, but he's a player that's going to get a shot. And for him, you know, he's been on this road for this comeback to try to get back into, you know, kind of that that Packers role where he was a really solid running back. And he's going to get a huge shot here. Like, if he has a big day, that's going to really help his stock going into next season. And it'll definitely help the Saints, I mean, feel a little better if you're missing Alvin Kamara next week in a wild card game. So this is really his audition. And look, it's, it's, it's going to be an uphill battle. But, you know, you, you look at the Panthers and their running back situation isn't great as well. Now, I think the secondary situation is, is something to really look at. And they're going to need a really gutsy game from Marshawn Lattimore and Janoris Jenkins and Malcolm Jenkins. Like, if those three guys are going to have to play out of their minds, because when you're looking opposite them, you got P.J. Williams, who's going to have to have a huge game as well, because at least he's played safety. Like, and we have a guy in there that's played, and he's going to obviously, I think, have to take a little more responsibility, but at least he's played in that position. And then you have Ken Crawley, who we don't really know what we're getting out of him, but, I mean, you could get really good play out of him. He played great back in 2017, but really since then hasn't been very good but we'll see how it all works out here for the Saints definitely we'll have to see I I think that's the only thing you can say I can see really bad I can see really good I can see a really close game and it's a grind it out and you're going to need the the defensive line to get to the quarterback looks like Trey Hendrickson will play in this one but uh it's important because you don't want to drop that three seed and have to maybe play a team like the Rams or we don't know because the Rams are playing without their quarterback we don't right now I think it's a very interesting situation throughout this whole entire NFC we don't know where any of the teams are, you know, kind of going to be on Wild Card Weekend yet. We don't know who's going to be the one seed. We don't know who's going to be the two seed, three, four, five, six, seven. We don't know anything yet. So it's going to be interesting to see how that all works out. And I'm ready to strap in from one o'clock all the way through the night game to see how it all works out tomorrow. I guess twelve o'clock for Central Standard Time, but for me on the East Coast, it's one o'clock all the way through here. 
you know, that late Sunday night football game. But uh, look, it's just one of those days where anything could happen. And it's definitely going to be very, very interesting to see how it all works out. And we'll be with you guys early next week to break it all down. But I think with all that said, I wanted to say thank you for listening. Turn it loose. And who dat?